Welcome to The Kid Is In School, where we talk about whatever we want since our kid is not here to interrupt us. But we don't have a lot of time before the bell rings, so let's get right into it. Did you have any sibling rivalry growing up? Oh, I don't think sibling rivalry uh, happened for me because I'm so far removed from my siblings age-wise that it's like a rivalry. I think you'd have to be in competition for your parents' love and affection to have some sort of rivalry. And that would be very weird if your older brother, who is <laughs> over a decade older than you, Almost was jealous decades. of you. Yeah. I feel like they make true crime stories based on that. Yeah, I, I imagine that there probably could be in some families. Uh, if, if, you're, if you're older and quite a bit older, but not still within a reasonable amount of age range like you're still adolescent when your sibling is born mine my my brothers and sisters were i think maybe ones even even had graduated high school by the time i was born Mm -hmm. so you know she's off to college by the time i'm born so i don't think that who's your dad mick jagger (laughs) (laughs) what's going on here uh tony randall ah yes of course uh, that's a reference for only people that are 95 and older. But that's listening. how they did it back then. Yeah. See, you and I are both the baby of the family, but I have a sibling. My sister is about a year older than me, give or take. So we, but, but I didn't, I don't think we were in competition either. Is that what rivalry is about? It's about in competition for the parents' love? I don't I thought know. it was just about, you're the closest person to me, so I want to see if I can do this faster than you. I uh, can eat my cereal faster, that I'm, kind of thing. I, I don't know. That's the thing. I don't have siblings around my age. So let's back up and you just tell me what it's like to have a sibling that is like a year and a half older than you, not right. two decades older or a decade and a half older. Than right. You. Because if your siblings feel more like uncles and aunts, then you've had uncle and aunt rivalry. Yeah. <laughs> which is a whole that's a that's a Hatfields and McCoy thing um so having a sister that was really close to me grow up she's a little older than me she actually taught me how to tie my shoes she taught me how to ride a bike she even was one of the earliest people to teach me how to read I remember she would sit there with me and help me form words on a book <laughs> on a page so like sound out the words so that's how bad she was at it. she taught you how to form words on a book <laughs> She wasn't a very good teacher. <laughs> no, no, no. She was a great teacher. It just didn't stick with me. I can't speak tonight, today. So anyway. Um... The sheer. <laughs> Planets. You're just throwing out words now. I lost my train of thought. I was trying to sing her praises. She, okay. So anyway, it was less like growing up with a sister and more, and I won't even say bestie because she wasn't like a confidant, you know, she was just just a very helpful person to me. She was like a personal assistant. She was the concierge. She was like a very good. (laughs) I've got a great restaurant for you, Abby. She would. She's always there with advice. She's always got tips and tricks. She's like, here's what you need to do. That's like my catchphrase for her in my mind. Here's what you need to do. Cause she always got a good, a good idea. Um, and, and I, I was very dependent as a kid, but I think you were more independent because you didn't have your siblings around telling you what to do, micromanaging you. Well, you know, I think that something that happens is that I, I grew up somewhat like an only child mm-hmm. because my siblings being so much uh, older than me, like when you're a child, if you have a sibling that is like three or four years older than you, they feel 
really old. Right. You know, because kids... They're it, hitting all their milestones ahead of you. Right. You know, and, and when you're a kid, anybody that's just a little bit older than you se- seems like an adult. If you're eight and they're 12, it's like, they're an adult. The 12-year-old's mm-hmm. an adult. Um, but when it's... When it is something like an aunts and uncles thing. So if you well, got- that's what I was going to say was when it's when they are actually adults, they do all seem like grownups. They yeah. are just one big group of grownups. Yeah. And I, I don't know that I ever fully in my mind separated young adult and older adult in my family. They all kind of felt like the same. So my siblings, like I'll just pick my sister that's 18 years older than me. Mm-hmm. Her and my dad's sister, you know, my aunt even though they would be separated by 30 years, they kind of felt like the same generation to me, even though they clearly are not. They're separated by uh, multiple generations. Did I get this right? Your aunt and your sister? Yeah. What, what, okay. what are you confused by? Oh, well, I just think I lost my train of thought while you were talking. So you're saying even though they are 30 years apart, you as a child viewed them as the same age. Yes, basically. That's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) same generation. I didn't necessarily think they were exactly the same age, but I didn't think of them. They seemed closer to each other than they did to me. One had white hair. One was like, had no wrinkles and brown hair. Stop taking yourself so seriously and start laughing at my jokes. <laughs> well, because you're getting very technical, I can tell you're I, frowning at me. I, I'm, I'm just thinking through. Like, I'm like, are you getting this correct? Or uh, I'm also thinking about you because I have to think back. It's like, did my aunt have gray hair at that time? She sure did. <laughs> How do you know? You didn't know me. Then. I don't know. I just feel like it's funnier that way because you said they're separated by 30 years. We're talking about the 80s here, so yeah. I don't know. I guess Clairol had hair dye back then. Yes, they've had hair dye. For quite a few years. I think you can find an old Sears and Robot catalog from the 1850s that have a hair dye in it. I'm still stuck on when you were talking about what what a 12-year-old seemed grown to you. I remember watching Stand By Me. Yeah. And and Kiefer Sutherland's character is, what, he can't be more than in his 20s in that that year. He's the big teenager, the the scary bully. And I thought he was a grown-up, like he's a dad. He might as well be a dad. (laughs) When I'm watching this, but now if I watch this movie, I'm like, everybody's a baby. They look so young. Why does he have stubble? He's such a young face. Yeah. Yeah. That, and just think about having that dynamic in your own family. Mm-hmm. And so uh, to kind of walk it back a little bit, you know, when you were growing up with your sister, you're playing with her. You're even if you're not best friends, because, you know, she's probably got her own set of friends and you've got your own set of friends. Mm-hmm. You're you're doing things in the house together and maybe you're going on trips together. I was much more isolated. Mm-hmm. So when you say independent, yeah, I guess I'm independent, but it's kind of like an only children seem to have this where we just use our imagination or we're like, we're, we're just, I, we create our own friends our own play situations. So mm-hmm. our toys our stuffed animals, those become the other beings in the house, the other humans. For in the sure. House. I, I mean, yeah, I definitely use my imagination and personify my stuffed animals, but only to a point. You'll tell me stories about hours you would spend by yourself, and I couldn't do that. And we had a little girl on our block when I grew up. She was my neighbor's little sister. And when I, I guess, was in high school, I never saw her big brother again. He was off, you know, but in the summertime, she would always be playing in the backyard. She was probably six years old. And she would, every time you walk by, she goes, you want to play with me? But I was too, I was a teenager. So I would spend a little time with her, but not a lot. Usually I just would say, Oh, I can't, I'm on my way to the candy store. I'll bring you something back. And so, um, yeah, I just thought only children. So sad. 
Yeah, well, I mean, it's not sad. <laughs> that makes it sound like a, a Oliver Twist type of living situation. We we just are we're playing and using our imagination. So, like Indiana Jones was big when I was a kid. So, like I would I took a jump rope and it had a broken end on one mm-hmm. side. So I just broke the handle off completely and just had one handle and I used it as a whip. Cool. And I would go around and I whip our basketball goal or whip our fence. Yeah. And I, the whole thing in my mind is happening. I'm, I'm Indiana Jones. I'm getting chased by a boulder. All of this ha- is happening by myself in my yard. Mm-hmm. And if somebody rode by on their bike, they'd be like, what is that little fat boy doing with that jump rope? It doesn't look like Indiana Jones. I didn't have the hat or the costume. It was just me and a whip. And so I'm creating yeah. these situations. But I had friends in the neighborhood, too. When you're a kid. They wouldn't say that. They'd say, why is he angry at the basketball hoop? <laughs> I, I'm the, My version of that is I would sit there and reenact commercials. Because I was such a TV head as a kid. If I ate something like cereal, breakfast cereal, I would always want to just do the commercial for it before I actually ate it. It would enhance the eating of the food. <laughs> I feel like you're so, doing that for your sister, though. Like, you're like, I'm creating this commercial so you can watch it. Yeah, you would think so, but she wasn't in the room. I'd do it perfectly alone, and I would get to do as many takes as I wanted. So I would just be like, you know, wow. Every single bite would be like, wow, this is delicious. And it made <laughs> I it think more she fun likes to- it. And like, you're, <laughs> exactly. You're also people. the voiceover. Yeah, exactly. You got it. So, so I don't know what's weirder, seeing a kid hit a basketball hoop with a jump rope or a, a little girl talking to herself while she eats her food, but I think it's all pretty weird. <laughs> eats a food? Eats her food, I said. <laughs> it sounded like eats a food. Yeah, well, uh, I didn't say well, that. Well, let's play it back. And so, yeah, well, I mean, every kid uses their imagination. It's just that there was no m- other option. There wasn't like, hey, you and your brother go down to the school playground and or your older brother, you're watching Luke today. That didn't happen. That's not even part yeah. of my equation. Yeah, and I think it's glorified anyway, because really, I remember going to my friend's house, and she had a little brother, and she would make him be a puppy, and he had to crawl around on his feet all and hands and knees all day, and she <laughs> and she was like, he loves it, but I was just like, man, <laughs> they just have some torture. self-respect, little kid. Now, that is one thing that I avoided was I didn't get any of the older sibling bullying mm-hmm. thing. Like, there, that was never a thing. I, I maybe did a little bit of that myself towards some of my nieces and nephews. Well, mm-hmm. particularly my niece. I have a niece that's only four years younger than me, uh, four and a half. And so I'm, I, I know she tells a story about how I convinced her that I was like an alien inside. I took over Luke's body and I'm actually an alien, but she better not tell anybody. And it terrified her. And terrified her. And terrified <laughs> her. I think that's imaginative. Well, that's the thing about this. this, The friend I'm describing wasn't succession level trauma. It was more like she imposed her will on him. It's like, okay, if you're going to hang out with us, you have to do the game I want to do. And he was more than happy to do whatever (laughs) game she made up. And so that's the thing about me hanging out with my sister. I just remember her door being shut tight and me knocking on the door, reaching my fingers under it like (laughs) a little cat paw because she'd have a friend in there and they'd be playing, you know, some game (laughs) like... Uh, mall madness or girl talk and I'd be like let me in let me uh, <laughs> do you picture those little fingers under I would the door? anything I could do to get her attention and she'd just say go away they'd ignore <laughs> us they'd laugh louder and uh, anytime she had a play date it was I knew it was trouble for me yeah that didn't really happen I now I did have my at different points different siblings had lived with us like you know because uh, my family had kind of moved all around and they were older when we moved away from a certain area from Missouri to Indiana. Mm-hmm. Some of them were left in different parts of the country. And so when this 
they moved to Indiana, they lived with us probably for just a few weeks. It felt like... Oh, really? It was that short? It, it might have been a couple months, uh-huh. but it wasn't. It was not as long as it felt like as a kid. As a kid, it felt like almost a quarter of my childhood was with my siblings living with us. But they kind of moved in to be like, okay, we need to find a house somewhere. Yeah, they had their spouse with them. Right. They were young adults at that time. Yeah, Yeah. that man, it's like full house growing up in your house. I like it. It was different. Sounds like a sitcom. Well, did your parents have a favorite then? Well... Sounds like they loved everybody equally if they're letting everybody live in the house. Something I realized really recently, maybe like last week even, was that... I just, it's not like I had consciously thought about this, Mm -hmm. but I think that I kind of just assumed my parents loved me the most out of everybody. Uh You got the sweeter version of them. I got the sweeter version, but I also did not see them interact with my siblings as children. So I only saw their interacting with my siblings as adults <laughs> which is not an everyday thing so like as i'm growing up right they were not care they didn't care about their stories yeah they cared about yours well th- they just weren't around yeah. so every night i was having dinner with my parents mm-hmm. my siblings weren't around mm-hmm. you know they they went they took me to school or picked me up or took me to church or all of this stuff was happening with just me and my parents Mm -hmm. and my siblings were off living their own lives. And so I think I just grew up with the thing of like, Oh, my parents pay this much attention to me, but they don't do that to my siblings. Right. Because they've already done all of that with them. And so now witness it. (laughs) Right. And so now thinking back, it's like, you know, they, I realized they probably, not probably they do love my siblings the same as they love me. Mm-hmm. It's just, I, I don't know that I really wrap my mind around that because we were so separated. It's kind of like if you said, does your mom love your sister as much as she loves your aunt? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, you probably would just say, no, she probably loves me and my sister more than my aunt, even though that might not be true. Right. The, she, the love is not quantifiable like Yeah, you that. can, yeah, a little, well, I, I think based on your observations, that makes a ton of sense. But I'm sitting here thinking, your siblings grew up in the 70s. That was their heyday, you know, and then yours. They were kids was, in the 70s. Kids yeah. in the 70s, like like kids that oh. ride a bike. Yeah. And you were a kid that rode a bike in the 90s. So your generation was much more snarky. You had, your toys were weird. You had Gak as a toy. They had slinkies. <laughs> <laughs> Your your toys were messy and loud and weird. Your commercials, your cartoons were hard to understand. You liked wrestling and it wasn't the same back then in the 70s. It is different because like uh, my brother had G.I. Joes that were the big, almost like Barbie size yeah. G.I. Joes. And I had the little ones that oh. were made out of plastic. Well, you save your parents money then. Yeah. And, they, <laughs> and you know, they had the weird joints, you know, held together by a rubber band and it had a cartoon that went with it. Yes. But then when my nephew got into G.I. Joe's. He's nine years younger than me. Mm-hmm. They had gone back to like the Barbie size. Ah, again. they got good again. So I Why just, did they cheat us in the 90s? I know, I got the plastic version. I think it was because they were just making so many cartoons to crank out more and more toys. They were like, make the toy cheaper. Yeah. Make it cheaper because we got 80 more to bring out. Yeah, they did that all through the 80s, really. So like when I was real little is when I had those. And so by the time I think we hit 92 93 somewhere in mm-hmm. that range i think that you weren't even allowed to have cartoons about toys anymore mm-hmm. which essentially it was just a 30 minute commercial for whatever toy you wanted to sell whether it was <laughs> the jig is up gi joe's transformers he-man all of those it was they literally created them as commercials to sell toys right right which we didn't know as kids 
everything was real to us. Mm-hmm. But I think um, our kids' generation, actually, I don't know if our daughter, because she's, she's already having toys, but like when she has kids, they will have AI dolls. You know what I mean? Like they'll be <laughs> realistic. <laughs> Megan. They will, it'll be just like Megan. Yeah. And it won't be a six-year-old in the backyard going, will you play with me? It'll be her AI doll. Making her play yeah. with her <laughs> or else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why won't you play with me? Why are people afraid of technology? By the mm. way, she does have a talking doll that um, you can feed. And it's just like, mama, more food, mama. It's really <laughs> cute. And our dog loves the smell of this dog, this this doll's hair. He, Watson is the one. He, for some reason, makes a beeline for her, grabs her by the head, and just like <laughs> shakes her till she's bald. I've caught him doing it twice now. <laughs> and I'm like, what is it about this doll? And it's not it's not because she can talk, but I'm disappointed because she is one of the more advanced like dolls. She's like a cool doll. She he knows. Talks. He's like, we got to get rid of this AI <laughs> thing. That, <laughs> that thing's plotting against you. Yes. This is against... God's will that this thing exists, and I'm going to make sure I protect my family. It is evil. Get it out of here. It's so funny because he's the most passive dog, but that thing just drives him nuts. He's like, you. I know. I don't think I... He doesn't even really play with toys normally. He wants to play with that one. <laughs> yeah, well, that the thing is, uh, like, since my siblings are that much older, but, the, you know, thinking about the G.I. Joe thing, what are, like, some similarities that you and your sister had. Cause like GI Joe's would be something where it's like my brother liked them. Mm-hmm. You know, he liked uh, hot wheels and matchbox cars and you know, every, every boy likes those type of things. Uh, so we had that connection. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some things where we're not alike where he liked speed racer and that didn't, you know, that was a real old looking cartoon by the mm-hmm. time I came around. I like transformers or something like that. And he's like, I, I couldn't care less about that. We did have a lot of similar toys growing up and similar interests, but let me dive back into the cars here because you're taking me back. Those, you know, every now and then I would go to a friend's house who had the cars. No one ever bought me those cars, but I liked playing with them if the doors opened. You know what I mean? Uh Matchbox cars in particular. And I loved if the steering wheel had intricate detail and you could see the gear shift. (laughs) And I was always disappointed when that, that detail was lacking, you know, in these little, I just love when they're metal and you can open the door. Weren't those cool? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that's more like a Matchbox car. I think Hot Wheels were always, uh, you know, Matchbox, they would have, this is a Ford Mustang. Yeah. And it's got the doors open. Uh, Hot Wheels would be like, this is a Fire, fi- fire Flamer <laughs> 3000. You go, that's not a real car and it's not based on anything. They get the anything. licensing rights. <laughs> right. So it's always a little more abstract and futuristic looking with the Oh, I didn't Hot know Wheels. there was a difference. I'm glad you, you could point that out to me because now that I'm thinking about our daughter's big car collection, it's true. She's she's got a handful of them. Mm-hmm. So of them. so yeah, was there stuff like well, I guess even in like personality things where you and your sister are alike, um, appearance, those uh, type of things. Well, of course. Oh, first of all, my mom dressed us alike, and we're only a year apart, so a lot of people thought we were twins when we were the same height or similar height, and we would always have the same hairstyle. You know, two little uh, twists with duty bops. That's what I call the uh, <laughs> <laughs> bubble shaped um, elastic that you wrap around the end of a braid. She always had duty bops or matching barrettes. And um, I, I think as a as her sister, I felt very different from her. I looked up to her and I felt like she's, you know, but we were both academically inclined. We both loved to read. I thought we were both good at art. She always thought I was more artistic, but she made cool stuff too. I liked what she made. She would illustrate books and things when she was young. So, um, yeah. And the, the toys, man, we first of all, we started with stuffed animals. Then we all, when we graduated to Barbie's, there was never a time where she had a toy where I didn't understand it. Like, she wasn't into Simon, let's just say. 
<laughs> what kid was into Simon? I don't know. You have to be a real like Why nerd. Why do the adults like think we wanted Simon? Simon got real hard, real fast. In case you didn't remember, Simon's a game that it seemed like every family had, and you would play once every. 18 months. Exactly. Because you get immediately frustrated. You go, well, why does this thing exist? And then for our generation, they tried to dumb it down with the bop it. But even that one was <laughs> annoying because they wouldn't, it wouldn't be responsive. You know, bop it, twist, twist it. it. <laughs> and then you wouldn't do it in time and you go, ah. Tap it. Yeah. It will. That's, it's the same exact thing where it's like, oh, it's a game that I will play. Like we'll all play once. Mm-hmm. And then. Every kid has it, but it's like, we're not going to play with this. It's not an everyday game. Yeah. I like the look of it. I, if, if, if if Simon didn't make you repeat um, up to, uh, it's like memorizing the numbers of pi, essentially. That's what Simon's aim is. <laughs> but if it didn't make you do that, it wasn't about mimic. It was just about lighting up randomly and you could pretend you were on the Starship Enterprise. That's what I would like about the Simon. <laughs> like, give me more light up things that I can just press them randomly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Captain Picard. Boop, 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 boop. In fact, what was stopping me from doing that anyway? I never had to turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that you know, things that were me and my siblings are like. It's hard to say personality-wise because I hear stories about them. Uh, it, particularly, my brother people say, "Oh, he was like an old soul. Like he always seemed like an adult." And my the younger sister. Out of those it's never three. a compliment, by the way. Which one? The old soul? To be an old soul. It yeah. means you have too much responsibility put on your shoulders. Yeah, you seem like you're stressed. And... Yeah, you're smoking cigarettes at 12. <laughs> Getting a cup of coffee, looking at the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, yeah, you're rolling up your button-down shirt at the, at the elbows. Anyway, your other yes. sisters, yes. And my other sister was always, they always said, oh, she was so funny, and uh, they thought she should be an actress or a comedian. And I don't think that anybody thought that about me. And so I didn't really experience either of them that way. So I, I, it's hard for me to say how we're like personality-wise. I know in terms of looks, for a long time, my younger sister... It's weird to call her my younger sister because she's not younger than me. She's just the youngest. Of the of three. This, of the first three. Yes. There was the first batch and then there was the surprise baby, right. so, which yes. was you. That's me. And so special gift from God. Mm-hmm. And so she... Uh, and I, people used to say we looked alike, especially when I hit like my late teens or early twenties. Uh, some of her friends were like, "You look just like her," and we do. We I think that probably we did have a very similar look. And I never thought that. I've seen all the pictures. I don't see it, but who cares? Yeah, well, we look like siblings. We didn't look like twins. Like, we didn't look like you know, uh, and we didn't look the same gender. We just looked like. You know, actually, family related. My mm-hmm. my oldest sister, I I don't know. She doesn't. We just don't have enough similarities that I think people would go, "Oh, you guys look like siblings." We've got the same color eyes, but you know, and we've got you know maybe maybe a little bit, but we just don't look the same. I just flashed back to the theory I had when I first started dating you. I thought you looked so much like your older sister, the one you think you don't look a lot at all like. Like you resembled her children that I thought you were her secret child and your parents (laughs) raised you. (laughs) This is before I knew anything about your family. I was always putting the pieces together. Yeah, well, there's too many witnesses to know that my mom was actually pregnant. Right, right, right. uh, It was well documented documented. that your mom had you late in life. Yes. And so, you know, video footage did exist. (laughs) And they kept reminding you of it. Like, no, we're not going there. We're too old. Yes. Leave us alone, son. And so 
she personality wise they're, they're they're all well the older two are much quieter people than maybe the younger two of the four of us yeah you two you the younger two are introverts let me tell you this because you didn't answer this question about who your favorite family's favorite is you you claimed like you couldn't possibly know because you didn't watch them grow up i'll tell you the answer when they had three kids the baby of the family was the favorite (laughs) that's the youngest daughter then when you came along you were instantly more adorable because she was a twerpy teen and she was you know rebelling and you were the the special gift like you said so you were the miracle baby so I, yeah you you ousted her as the best uh, the favorite by the way i don't she's know, never forgotten it i don't know if that's true <laughs> i don't know if that's true because i i think because she wasn't you say like twerpy teen that makes her sound like she was all teens are twerpy even I, what does twerpy even mean they they talk back they roll their eyes they've got their own opinions <laughs> maybe maybe i they don't, don't know they don't comply i don't know you know teens. Okay, but she was a good kid is what you're saying. I don't know. I wasn't alive. I mean, or I was a baby when she, all of this would be going on. So I just don't know it to be true because by the time I'm four years old, there's no other person living in my house but my parents and me. So I don't know. I don't know that there would be that that uh, that she ceased being the favorite or the baby of that generation of kids right and the fact that you weren't asking questions about these people and you were much more interested in creating your own imaginary people around you tells me you definitely grew up like an only child oh well this thing (laughs) i do not remember my two oldest siblings not married like i don't remember the pre-married version of them Mm -hmm. so that's how much older they are than me i remember the younger one's wedding because i was i was actually i guess the ring bearer at all their weddings but i don't remember the first two, I was too little. Yeah. But I do remember that. But I barely even remember her living in our household when she was in college. Mm-hmm. Like, I barely remember. I remember, like, one year of that. Wow. You're like Webster. <laughs> How so? Because <laughs> you're just this little kid surrounded by adults doing his own little uh, kid thing. <laughs> going inside of a grandfather clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so i don't know how we are in in personality wise but in looks wise you know there was uh, that sister that people said we looked a lot like now as i've gotten a little bit older people especially people in my family have gone you look so much like your brother and there was a picture that i found like a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and I actually mailed it to my brother it was my brother and my dad and this picture could be 20 years old i'm not sure exactly how it is but I wasn't sure it was him in the picture. I was mm-hmm. like, is this me or is this him? That's cool. Yeah. I always wanted to find an old painting of a distant relative and it looked just like me. <laughs> <laughs> you could just create one like that. I could. Yeah. What's stopping me? But like be on tour in Europe in a castle or something or, uh, you know, well, do they have old paintings in different countries in Africa? I'm wondering, could it have been? Yeah. Either way. Um, I'm black and white. I don't know if the listeners know this. So, uh <laughs> Just a random, randomly. But I want to see a mixed person lo- looking in Africa. Yeah, no, she could. Yeah, she could be. I want to see a woman, and I want to see her look my complexion and have my hairstyle, but in old timey clothing. Uh, I tell you, if you found the I don't care what painting, sta- station was a painting in Africa that looked like me, it's not going to be a good guy. Nope, he's holding an <laughs> elephant. He's doing illegal things. Yeah. He's a poacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the nicest thing you could be. That's the ni- that's the best possible the thing. You know, <laughs> someone who looked like me could be in Africa. <laughs> Lost in the jungle is the best thing you could be. <laughs> Doctor Livingston. 
I presume. So yeah. So well, um, we yeah we bounced around a lot, but I, I didn't answer an earlier question that you asked, which is, um, are we close in personality? So, uh, or you said, what's it like having a sibling your own age? And mm-hmm. it's like we share a lot of the same milestones and events, experiences, experiences. You same, right? We went so. to the same restaurants at the same time. <laughs> it's so weird. You're like a time travel person, you know, with regard to your siblings. You just knew your parents at a different time of life. Mm-hmm. You're Marty McFly. You know, he had siblings that didn't get to go back in time <laughs> and see his parents when they were young. Um, mm-hmm. So actually your brother's more like Marty McFly. So, um, so yeah, I felt like I always had a buddy in the house and I was never alone. And I still would, you know, make up my own games if she wasn't interested or I would accommodate her weird games. Like she would always say, let's play school. And I never knew what that was going <laughs> to entail. Usually or she would write on a paper, give me instructions tell me to fill out forms and then she would like correct it with a red pen. <laughs> let's play accountant. Yeah, I never yeah. understood school. She's like, let's play school. I'm like, okay, what do I do? That's and- somebody that turns into like a corporate job per- type of person. It works in an office. It's not yeah. somebody that ends up as a comedian. I liked let's play grocery store where we take my mom's actual canned goods and put them in her bedroom on the windowsill <laughs> and then pretend to shop for them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that was more fun to me, but I just like that. I like the setting up of the store. You just wanted to be independent, live on your own. You're like, let's see what it would be like to actually buy your own groceries and not have to eat what your parents yeah, buy. Yeah, either that or setting myself up for a life of loving retail. Right. <laughs> I just wanted to set up the peas and carrots and arrange the cans facing forward. Look at what a good job I did. Yeah. Well, how are you I not I still do alike? that at TJ Maxx. How are we different? Um, my sister, well, let's see. When we, one of our first jobs, and she helped me get it, was working at a pizzeria and she was employee of the month every month and I got fired. So <laughs> our dedication to work, our work ethic was different and taking ourselves seriously on the job was different. I think I, I don't know, I just behaved so immaturely How and it wasn't to cause fired trouble. from a pizza place? I got fired from a pizza place. First of all, I don't, you don't, you should never take a no from someone who's not in a position to give it. So I don't respect the person that fired me. So I'd say... Sounds like they were in the position to give you the no. They were. They fired you. They were in a position above me and they told me not to come in and they would not give me a paycheck anymore. But to me, it's less of an insult because it's like, you know what? You ain't that cool anyway. <laughs> um, but, uh, well, one time I tried to balance too many pans and uh, just to get the work done faster. So I, I, they fell down. They fell out of my hands and caused a big noise. And I got yelled at. Not I got reprimanded for making noise because it... The, the customers out front could hear it from the kitchen. He's like, what are you doing? I said, I'm just taking the pans. Take them one at a time. Yeah, but it takes too long. That kind of thing. Mm. Uh, another thing was he put me on the cash register and there was no seat back there. So I had to stand and greet the customers. And in the, <laughs> in the when there were no customers, I would squat down under the counter because it was comfortable to squat. And he'd be like, what are you doing? You're popping up like a jack in the box. You're hiding. And I was like, no, I'm just comfortable. And I said, can I get a chair? And he goes, no, you don't sit on the job. I don't sit. Nobody else sits. Yeah. Hated that guy. <laughs> so it definitely sounds like you should have been fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even imagine what it would be like to see an employee, I assume a teenager employee, just squatting on the floor. Just squatting. Like, what are you doing? Like, You know, and when you knew me in my 20s, I would squat a lot at the subway. Uh, but then tight jeans came into fashion and it started like cutting off my circulation below the knee. So I got out of my squatting habit just because I couldn't stand after I was done. <laughs> that, that completely killed your, uh, it's not even laziness. It's like a version of just being exhausted 
I guess. Yeah. Oh. I w- yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever shared this anecdote. In fact, I know I haven't because we haven't talked about amusement parks this way. But there was one story um, where I was too tired to walk around Kings Island. And I asked my mom if she would push me around in a wheelchair. And she was like, seriously, a wheelchair? I'll get it if you really want it. And I was like, yes, please. And my sister's like, you are not serious. And I was like, please. And they did. And the but to me, the funniest part about it is we got our caricatures drawn. And the man did not draw my wheelchair. He drew me sitting down in a um uh, <laughs> a oh, beach lounger oh. <laughs> like a beach chair ableist he, you no know, i don't know either <laughs> that or he's like look i don't know uh <laughs> yeah he should have incorporated the wheelchair yeah <laughs> but anyway he didn't put the blanket that covered your leg yeah maybe and... he could see that i didn't really need it so anyway um so yeah when it comes to uh, carry me was like my catchphrase carry me i didn't like to be inconvenienced yeah, but that's weird that you were saying it when you're 15. Yeah. Carry me. <laughs> Carry me. <laughs> Donato's me Pizzeria. This. Give me a chair. Give me an easy an easy boy so yeah. I can recline while I take these orders. I'm trying to think if I was even fired from a job. Because I, you know, that's a way that I guess I'm different than certainly my brother. My brother has multiple degrees. He's a hard worker. He is a, he works too hard. Too long, too hard. Yeah. All the time. And he was always encouraging me to work harder at school and other things. He's like, you're, you're more gifted than me in this academic stuff. So you should be, if you just worked hard, combine that, you could do some great things. He wanted to see you at NASA. I know. And so, you know, I never, I'm trying to think if I ever got fired from a job like that. I, I wasn't until like I moved to New York and they just kind of eliminated my position that I got fired. So it wasn't like a real fired. Yeah, fired. it wasn't personal with you. Right. So Mine I Mine so, were always personal. <laughs> well, all of all the places I worked, I think were like, we don't want you to continue doing what you're doing here but they wanted me to change and i think they saw potential in me so they're like if you just cut your hair or if you just do this or that yeah they would stick with me yep um i know when i left funko land which is the precursor to gamestop that was my first job Mm -hmm. uh the manager was kind of like because i said i think i'm gonna give my two weeks notice in because i got a job you know, loading dock that paid a little bit more. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, you don't even have to give two weeks. It's cool. This can be your last day. Like, oh I, think, I think he was just kind of like, I'm done with you. Yeah. What do you yeah. do around here anyway? Well, the stand thing, around, take up space. I well, he really wanted me to go into whatever the management side of GameStop was. Wow. He was like, you should be a manager. You should not go to college because I was in high school at the uh-huh. time. You shouldn't go to college. You should just be a manager here. So. Like, as soon as you graduate, you can be an assistant manager here, and then you can move up to manager, maybe you can get district manager. actually kind of sounds like he liked you. He wanted you around longer. I guess, but, you know, he certainly wanted me to live the GameStop dream, I guess, forever. Right. It was something where I was like, no. I betrayed him. Well, I was like, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm just like, no, I'm not doing that. That's... That is one thing, you know, I, I can't tell you whether my siblings are like this or not, but it seems like they at least have some sort of independent streak with that. Yeah. Is that... You can't really get me to do anything I'm not willing to do. It's kind of like hypnosis. You know, they always say, you can't hypnotize somebody and make them do something that they would go against their will. Okay. You know, something that's out of their nature to do. You you know, if they, if you get them to cluck like a chicken, they're willing, they would be willing to cluck like a chicken. Uh So I, I have that where it's like, you can't really make me do something I don't. 
am not willing to do. Sometimes I'm willing to do some things and I'm like, I hate it, but I've been willing to do it. Yeah. And you are, for the record, a hard worker in the comedy field, I would say. Like, you're just, you're driven. But um, you're not, I don't know. Maybe you're a workaholic. Do you think you're a workaholic? Uh, no, you know how to have fun. Uh, yeah, I think I'm just passionate about comedy. So I'm, I'm constantly doing it and constantly working on it, which is a little different. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and my brother, he was always, and the thing is like, my brother was, I looked up to him a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he was like the fun uncle that some people have, but mm-hmm. he was my brother. Uncle. So yeah. And we didn't live in the same state even. So I only saw him a few times a year. So I, you know, when I saw him, he, because he already had a good job, he would buy me toys. Mm-hmm. He, we would go to uh, different amusement parks when I was around, mm-hmm. even though like most of the day he was working at night, you know, he'd take, he took me to like weird stuff like flea markets and like, here, get these sunglasses and these water guns and all the different weird stuff they had and that stuff. And so he was always the fun one. And so even when I was in second grade, you know how sometimes at the beginning of the year they'll do roll call and they say, you know, if anybody wants to be called something different here, uh, let us know now so that we know we can correct that. So we can uh, make sure we call you what you want to be called. Uh-huh. And I told him my name was Rick, mm-hmm. which is my brother's name. Uh, and, call uh, me, call me something completely different than my own name. Please. Yes, call me Rick. And so maybe one week into it. You know, you're getting the homework and it says name. And I was writing my name, Luke. Mm-hmm. And they're like, is your name Rick or Luke? <laughs> like, and I was like, oh, well, that call me Luke, I guess. Because I, you know, I couldn't. You could commit to the bit. I couldn't commit to the bit. Right? <laughs> so I, didn't, I couldn't remember that I had said that. I mean, I knew that I told him that, you know, just because for whatever reason. And when I was seven years old or whatever, yeah. I, was, I decided I wanted to be called Rick, like my brother. So that's so cute. Yeah, and I could I could picture our daughter doing something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, call me this, which probably be a dog name. Oh yeah, yeah, she does that a lot. She's like, I'm a dog today. Yes, call me Sparky. Yeah, if you're like, give me your hands. They're paws. Yeah, she will correct you. <laughs> you mean paws? Yeah. Um, is it weird that we have just one kid? I since I grew up with a sibling, and I also have two half siblings that we didn't talk about but two brothers and they are older so and I didn't grow up with them so yeah my relationship with them is a little bit different it doesn't feel like a sibling that give me noogies you know as a kid mm-hmm. they're just very very kind pleasant people to know and but my um but my sister what would I start saying oh yeah I made me want to always have two kids and we mm. don't we have one because you had you had her and you and both in the household together. Yeah, That's two kids in the house, according to my mom, two birthday cakes, because one of us would complain that we didn't get enough attention. I don't know why my mom gave into that, but she's a very nice lady. So <laughs> double the birthday cakes. Um, How about presents, though? Double the presents? I don't know. I, I'm sure I was allowed to open one of hers. I know that I could play with them once she opened them there was that rule because you can see in the pictures of birthday parties i'm holding her presents (laughs) (laughs) did it work the other way around that she was allowed to play with your presents she probably didn't want anything to do with my presents but um but i feel i i had such a bias and i have one friend one very good friend who grew up an only child so she was like my my prototype she played piano she her parent, there was nothing but pictures of her in the house. You know, we didn't have any pictures of ourselves in the house. It was just too much for a single mom to have to keep up. Like frame photos, give me a break. We had some early ones, baby photos, but that was it. But this girl, there's like pictures of her at every age, you know. <laughs> um, so I just thought, wow, only children are strange. They're just like extra smart and extra talked to. Like they get double the attention. 
Well, look, at this rate, our daughter's already five. Uh, she might not be an only child, but it's going to be a situation like mine where uh, her sibling is 15 years younger than her. I did see a woman, yeah, crossing the street today, and she had a toddler with her and an 11-year-old. And I was like, that's quite a spread. I don't know if I could do that. But then if I do the, if we do have a second kid randomly out of nowhere, I'm going to make sure that the firstborn is like the junior parent and does all the work. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have no problem handing that off. That's the thing. You have to have them close enough together that the older child is helpful and can be an extra parent, an extra set of hands, and not so far apart that they are married with their own kids by the time that you are having the second I know, then then you miss that window. It's closed. They're going to be too busy. But I will say this about our only child, um, because I was going to say it doesn't meet the stereotypes I had as a kid, but now it's like, uh, she actually does, because we went to a neighbor's birthday party. It was all adults, but she was the life of the party. She had a great time. She made friends with a local bartender through through (laughs) our neighbor and was like, I got to meet you at your workplace. So after school today, we went to that bar and, you know, she got to see her buddy, the bartender, and she was like, oh, it's great. So of course, the bartender indulges her and is like, I'll give you some seltzer water. What do you want as a garnish? She got a cucumber. She got a lemon. She got a lime. She got olives and cherries. And so um, she's just sitting at a bar like an adult having <laughs> having a cocktail. And I'm like, this is not normal for a no. child. Well, she's an old soul. Thanks for joining us today. If you had a great time, let us know on social. Follow Kid Is In School on Twitter and The Kid Is In School on Instagram. Subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. Be sure to throw us one of those five-star ratings and share with your friends. Oh, and do it quickly before the kid gets home.